everybody. Welcome back to Young and Wiped Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us this week for another episode. Before we get into today's episode, I want to quickly talk to you guys about our Patreon account. If you guys subscribe on whatever level you decide to support us on Patreon, you can get exclusive content, including video calls, merchandise, um, we have printables, we have reco links, we have exclusive merch and our bonus episodes. So each month we are releasing two bonus episodes. I'm doing one and Marcel's doing the other. And if you want to listen to those exclusive episodes, you have to be a subscriber on Patreon. So we hope that you guys consider supporting us in this special way and we can get to know each other more. Also, if you guys would like to participate in a home reset challenge giveaway we are doing on our Facebook group, it's going to be for the month of of May. And the way that you can enter is by participating in each challenge on Facebook. You post a comment um, with a picture for proof of that you did the challenge and you completed it. So each week is going to be something different. Like our first one that we did was um, cleaning out your fridge, so on and so forth. So if you want to join that, you can do that by joining our Facebook group and participating with the commenting. And it also is just a good motivator to get your spring cleaning into gear. Um, If you are having a hard time getting started, it's great for accountability. Um, You have other women who are doing it kind of beside you doing the same tasks. Um, And whoever wins will receive a $25 digital gift card to Amazon. So another incentive. Yes, that that would incentivize me. I always like free money. (laughs) Speaking of free, another free way that you can support us is by rating us. (laughs) Yeah, by rating us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you guys could please go and give us a five-star review, that would be fantastic. That's how we get on the charts and how we can push our episodes out to other organic listeners. So we have a topic today that I've become passionate about, and I know Marcella has too in recent years, um, considering how much we have become over consumers and overstimulated, <laughs> and we've lost the ability to be bored. So we're going to get straight into it. Marcella, would you start us off? Um, yeah. So what is the problem? Like, why are we feeling like we need to talk about this? Um, I think we can all agree that in our very media-focused, oversaturated with just, like, being entertained all the time, having to always have something on, like, oh, I hate when it's silent, or, like, I always need something in the background always to listen to or to watch or whatever it is. I mean, it can really affect us. It can also really affect our children Um, and um, our ability to focus, our memory, just basic brain health things um, that it can affect. It's just like a constant need for filling our day with productivity also is another form of, you know, not allowing yourself to be bored that every minute is, you know, scheduled for something productive. And you feel like a failure if that's not what's happening. There's no downtime, no rest in your daily or weekly routine. Um, And this has even spiritual implications to it as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And also, like, 
when we are bored, we turn immediately to entertainment instead of like enrichment. So there's, you know, various ways that you can fill your time, um, your free time, um, along with also when people think of like resting, they think of just like doom scrolling on TikTok or um, or on Instagram <laughs> or Facebook reels for hours and hours because, you know, they spent their whole day just go, go, going. And so now they feel like they have to. We feel like we need to uh, shut off our brain by doing mindless mm. type tasks that are not actually helping our mind or our body or our spirit rest. Um, and that that's definitely a huge problem. Um, as far as like what we should be doing to fix it, I think there is like a lot of variation on what your like what's your vice essentially <laughs> like what do you what do you tend to go for and this could even you can even turn um good things like even audiobooks can become a source of like constantly having to have something on of this like stimulation of you know needing to always listen to something or even like informational podcasts all the time it's like sometimes you need to step away from that stuff and I you guys know like we're audiobook girls like we love our podcasts we love our audiobooks like those things have a place um and but there's definitely a way to misuse even those mm -hmm. things as well and this is definitely I think can be a, a temptation for for us so we kind of replace like oh I'm not watching like tv but you're not necessarily like doing something enriching Either. Yes. It yes. really depends. So why don't why don't you talk about like what we could possibly do to kind of help us with this uh overstimulation pandemic situation. Yeah. I don't know what you would even call it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think also like I mean, I can speak for myself and I don't know if you've had this experience, but I recently like last, you know, in the last few months after reading a uh, still and quiet mind by Esther Smith realized how much I avoid my anxiety by overstimulating myself. Mm. And part of it is like a coping mechanism for anxiety, which I think is like, you know, we can explain that away. <laughs> right. But the other part is just habits, habit training. Mm. We've, We've trained ourselves to believe we need to, one, fill our day with constant productivity, and then two, be constantly entertained um, by one means or another. And that doesn't mean like you're excited and entertained, but that you're entertaining yourself. You know, you're, you need to be stimulated constantly with mm -hmm. things. Um, and so this is what I'm, I would put forth as a possible remedy for that. Um, because being on that journey myself and realizing how overwhelmed I was because I was not being bored, like I was not allowing myself any mental space at all. Like from mm -hmm. the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, I would have the TV on constantly. Like there's no other way. And so it's just, it's just terrible. It does. Like you said, it, 
it hurts us mentally and spiritually. And so I started to like feel overwhelmed, like I need to change, you know? Mm -hmm. And of course, this is something that I'm still battling and we're going to put forth some practical applications for how we can help our children to avoid this ditch and how we can avoid this ditch ourselves. But the first thing I think that I would put forth is having a mega detox from overstimulation and constant entertainment. And this can look very different for different people. I am not the kind of person that's going to take a break from social media, like an official break where I'm like deleting my social media accounts and I'm going to like burn it all to the ground because one, I know that I'm going to go back to it and I'm go back to my unhealthy habits. Like it's just inevitable. Unless you have extreme willpower, when you go back from like cutting those things out of your life, cold Turkey, you're going to fall into the same habits. So what I've learned from different books that I've read on this topic, including digital minimalism, I highly recommend that book, um, is that you need to create a healthy relationship with your phone and your TV and, you know, media. So I have forced myself (laughs) recently to intentionally like be away from my phone and to stop myself from constant entertainment and stimulation. So that includes literally doing things like sitting outside with literally nothing, like not even a book, like literally just your thoughts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so that would that, and again, a detox might mean that you do like, you feel like um, your phone has a complete, hold on you and you can't develop those those healthy habits. I'm not saying you shouldn't delete your social medias or whatever, but I'm saying that if you want to be connected on the internet, like we have to learn and have be self-disciplined to approach media and phone consumption in a healthy way so mm-hmm. that we don't go into like this binging and purging of our consumption, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to completely starve myself from media consumption. And now when I come back to it, I'm going to binge on it because I've been so deprived. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then another thing, like I was saying before, is practicing intentional boredom or inactivity, like deciding for yourself and for your children that you are for this period of time, not going to be entertained by anything. And that can include books. And we're huge readers. We love to read. Again, Marcel was saying the audiobooks. We love to be and involved with enrichment and we love to learn and we love to be in um involved with amazing stories. And those things are so good. And we want that for all of us. But if we are using those things to escape our thought life and escape mm-hmm. boredom because we need to fill our brains and our minds and our time with things, then it's a misuse of that good thing, just like Marcel was saying. So practicing. So the first step, detoxing from overstimulation and constant entertainment. The second step, practicing intentional boredom and inactivity, which I think mm-hmm. might sound crazy to some people because you're like, how do I practically practice being bored? But I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you, we're going to tell you some practical reasons in a minute. But lastly, I want to say that once you have done these things, I want to challenge you to see how your creativity and your interest for enriching things begins to blossom. Like you d- start to desire the better things. You start to mm-hmm. desire 
like instead of going down the the scrolling um rabbit hole you start to like reach for enrichment instead you want to watch instead of going down the rabbit hole on TikTok, you find this one account that is so educational and you can go back to that that one video that'll help you with this task you're learning. You know, like you can start your 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 perspective shifts. You're mm-hmm. using those things as tools instead of a thing to keep you stimulated and honestly dumb. It cr- it makes us dumb because we're just mm-hmm. like there's nothing like it's so constant stimulation. You forget the last five videos you watched like immediately. It's just mm-hmm. insane. Like I don't mm-hmm. remember half the thing, things I saw today on my phone. And that Especially is scary. With, like the short, the short form stuff. Like exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I think that there is so much merit in boredom because then you're allowing your brain to stimulate itself it's it's Mm -hmm. crazy like your brain is not being stimulated so it starts to work differently for you you start to become more creative you start to wrestle with your anxiety and you start to wrestle with spiritual issues you start to think about conversations with people you start to make plans like for your life you start to like have new ideas for your day and the things that you want to create and things that you want to learn and it just like changes it changes your brain when you're bored because mm-hmm. your brain has no other option than yeah. to work right mm-hmm. it's not being um it's not being like pushed down and restrained anymore it can finally breathe and it can actually do what it's what god made it to do and i'm mm-hmm. not saying it's easy because when i first started practicing intentional boredom and like detoxing myself and having set times of the day for phone conception and stuff it literally feels like you're coming off of a drug like it hurts physically to sit with your thoughts it's not it feels not normal because we're so used to one way yeah it like yeah and it genuinely like would make me feel like shaky and antsy at first but now i like oh i could breathe those the creativity is working in my brain I'm wrestling and chewing with things in my brain that I wasn't able to before. And it just like, you have to get over that hump of how, of, and, and that could happen with children too. If you're, if they are constantly being entertained and then you take that away from them, then there's going to be a detox process (laughs) for them Mm -hmm. too. So I love Marcella. If you could talk about some practical ideas for kids to help them to create these boredom situations so that they, so that they don't fall into the place where we have fallen into. Yeah. Um, so in the notes that I have in our original notes, we didn't put anything about screen time, but I just want to like touch extremely briefly on this. I know this is like a very touchy subject with a lot of parents. Um, what, for our home personally, we are not a absolutely zero screen time. Like the boys will watch like things that I pick for them to watch. Um, like Seth will sometimes request or things and I tell him no, that he cannot watch that because I know it's going to be either overstimulating 
or it's just not something that's going to be, you know, it's just not good for them to watch it, you know, not age appropriate or whatever, or whatever it is. It's, it's like, you know, this is not, <laughs> so shows are, are better than others. Some things are better for kids to watch. If you are using screen time, there are things that are better to do um, when you are using that um, for whatever reason, reason it is utilizing your screen time watching certain things is going to be better than watching other things. Um, and you can kind of like do your own research on what you think is comfortable with your kids or whatever. However, I will say, I don't think we will ever get to a point where our kids will have things like tablets or iPads or even phones for a very long time. Um, <clears throat> because if we as adults with a stronger um, well, <laughs> willpower and stronger <laughs> discipline and self-control have a hard time with this. We cannot even imagine how hard it is for our children to keep themselves and their brains from getting addicted to this stuff because it's real. Like you were saying, it's a drug. And when you have a child who is addicted to screen time and it's that constant like dopamine hit all day, when you take that away. It is literally like going through withdrawal. And there's just like, there, like I said, it's, it's a kind of a, I've found it to be a controversial subject amongst a lot of parents of, you know, what is safe and healthy and normal and what's not. Um, so the screen type thing is kind of a separate conversation. I think it does kind of tie into this a bit if your kids are using screen time. I think yeah. it's wise to heavily monitor how much, how often during your days and weeks. And is it being outweighed with other things like um, boredom? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so instead of it being like, well, we just have no screen time at all. That doesn't mean that your kids are, it, are it's automatically being replaced with something that's um, edifying for them. Or helpful. Mm -hmm. So a couple of like practical ideas, going outside with no plan, go to a park, don't, don't have any like fun activities to do, bringing stuff, just like let them run and play and do whatever they want. And it's crazy because kids are so much better at doing this than we are. Like <laughs> they are so good at like entertaining themselves and finding things to do. But you have to give them a space where they have to learn how to essentially entertain themselves instead of you having to do all the planning and essentially interfering or maybe even trying to make it like a forced learning experience, like practicing <laughs> masterly inactivity, um, I think is so vital. And also it's just like kids, they, they have their imagination. They need to keep that for as long as possible. They can't be doing that when there's constantly something to be stimulated by. Um, and sometimes that does mean you just let them roam for a while. Or, if you know, they're whining because they're bored. Not trying to find the next thing for them to do. It's like, okay, well, go figure it out. Like, kids are creative. They're imaginative. Like, once they figure out that they have no choice but to figure it out themselves, like, they will they'll do something like they're smart. Yeah. So don't feel like you constantly have to like have fun activities planned 
all the time. It's good for the kids to be bored because it helps. It helps literally does help their brain. Another thing is purging your toys as much as possible. I've found that the kids do better with playing with their toys when there's less of them. So sometimes you may, you know, you find that with your children, it's like they have so many toys, so many toys, and they don't play with any of them. They're just like, kind of like whining at me the whole day because they're bored. And it's like, it might honestly be because they're overwhelmed with the amount that is there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think there is research that shows that the less toys that you put in front of a child, the more time they are going to spend on each of them. Mm-hmm. So more is not always better. So purge the toys, especially if you have a lot of like light up button ones where it takes absolutely no brain power to get a reaction or a response out of a toy. All they have to do is push a button and it's like lights in a song and all of this cool stuff. Now we have we have a few of these here because the kids like to do whatever. <laughs> we have a few of those. A majority of the toys that we have in our house are like non-electronic toys. Um and that that's like another thing is like they don't have to do a lot of work to be entertained. They just have to like turn this thing on and push a button and it lights up entertaining. It's almost like their form of, you know, us turning on the TV and having it on in the background all the time. Because there's this like this like constant noise going on. And also if you do find your if you have children, you find yourself you are constantly having stuff on the speakers. You're constantly having stuff on the TV and all these things. You are not the only one that's consuming that. Your kids are in the mm-hmm. house too, and they're consuming that also. Um, so you also have to be careful how you are displaying what your habits are with your devices because they're watching you. and They're taking notes of, okay, well, mom and dad are doing this. So it must be fine, you know, that when I grow up, it's like, this is what I saw my parents mm-hmm. doing with their devices. Um, we just, we don't know, like, what the impact, even when they're small and when they're very young, like, what they are paying attention to and absorbing during these very long years. So, keeping all that in mind with your kids, let's talk about us as adults now. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, uh, sometimes... It feels like, well, we've already gone to this place, so just, like, screw it all. It's too late for us, you know? But then, yeah. like, we are in a huge pandemic of mental health decline, even in Christian communities, where yeah, we have why. hope. We have hope. We have the hope of Christ. We have salvation. We have so much goodness and blessing, and we are battling mental health issues, anxiety, mm-hmm. and depression, and, like... And that's sometimes not even circumstantial. Like your Mm -hmm. life could be going so well and you're still battling these things because Mm -hmm. this is a part of the fall. But we are also driving ourselves to this point because we are not thinking. We have stopped allowing our brains to work normally. And we're so scared of being alone with our thoughts that we just like, overstimulate and overstimulate. But when when I was thinking about this, um, I was recently reading one of the 
um, chapters of Mother Culture by Karen Andriola. Fantastic book. I'm halfway through right now. I love it so much. Um, one of the chapters I just recently finished was about um, developing um, close friendships among siblings. And one of the things that she recommended for children is for them to be bored together. And it was just so crazy, like her bringing up different scenarios and stories of siblings that learned how to be creative together. And I was like brought back to this very specific day. And I don't know if Marcel, you remember this day, but we were driving. It was a road trip. I think we were driving to Arizona and you and I were in a backseat and we didn't have phones. We were still like maybe a younger middle school. And my parents were listening to this same CD that they always did. And we grew up Pentecostal and this guy's name is Tommy Walker. And I remember you and I were so <laughs> bored. We were so bored on this drive that we made up hand signs to every song on that album. Okay. And we were just like cracking ourselves up and just having the best time together. And it was a like five hour drive, like something excruciating. I don't remember where we were going, but I just, I like, when I read that chapter, I was just like, I had like a, that's so Raven moment. Like, I was like, I just was like, I, had recovered this memory that was buried inside of my brain of you and I. I, being, I don't remember that. That is so funny, Marcel. I, okay, <laughs> we were super young, but I remember us just having the best time of our lives sitting in the back of the car, bored out of our stinking brains, <laughs> and my dad playing the same CD he always played, and you and I just like made up hand signs to every song and like we were like dancing and we were just like having the best time and it made the drive go by so fast and I just think like th those small moments like how they contributed to our friendship as adults and I just think like the the point that she was making in the book was so true that like boredom is like such a beautiful thing for cultivating relationships with children like with siblings with each other and also like adults like we don't always have to be doing something to bond you yeah. know yeah so anyway back to, i just had to share that story because it it was like no, a recovered a memory for me the other day and i was just like how beautiful like i hope that our children have the same experience with each other where they're bored together and they have to they're so desperate for entertainment that they have to make their own entertainment <laughs> You know, I they love have to be the entertainment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You and I were entertaining each other, you know, yeah. with that silly album that we were just making fun of and just having a good time. But anyway, stuff for us as adults. And these are things that I've been purposely, um, intentionally doing myself as I work through my own mental health issues and trying to learn how to be bored and learn how to be alone with my thoughts. So the first thing is kind of the same thing with kids going outside with no plan. Sometimes when we, when we decide we're going to go outside, we're like, Oh, we're going to go on a walk or we're going to go ride our bike or we're going to do this activity thing. But like sometimes like just sitting outside and enjoying God's nature is just like 
beautiful. Like it's like it gives an opportunity for boredom in a super specific way where you go, you're not doing an activity and you just like see what happens when you're out there. Like mm-hmm. I've been walking outside with no plan recently. And then like I started noticing like little flowers in my backyard I hadn't noticed before. And you just start seeing things differently. Like the sky is blue and you're like, wow. <laughs> You know, the the veil is being uncovered from your eyes, you know? And then um, another good uh, thing to practice, intentionally being alone with your thoughts, which is terrifying. I know I have anxiety, just like you guys. It's hard. Like, it's hard because then you start thinking about anything and everything and you start spiraling. But read, please read still a still and quiet mind <laughs> by esther smith she gives some wonderful tips for yeah. um for battling your thought life um with anxiety and and honestly it is hard i'm not it's still hard for me i don't like it it's uncomfortable for me but i know that this is going to be better for me this is the better thing for me to be willing to consider and think about things that i Otherwise, I'm trying to shut my brain off and not face them. Another um, good practical thing to do is to have empty gaps in your day, which I think as um, for those of you that are stay-at-home moms or wives or um, you're a young unmarried woman and you have a little more flexibility in your day, this is like a really good thing to practice to intentionally like have blocks of time in your day where there's no plan you're not cleaning you're not cooking you know it's just you and the kids hanging out or it's just you by yourself hanging out and you're just bored (laughs) and and seeing what happens you know you just never know what what can come out of boredom um, another practical thing with our phones is leaving our phones in places that are not right next to us. Like I always used to say like my phone is an extension of my body because I never had it away from me. And now um, the past like year or so since I read Digital Minimalism, that was a really eye-opening book. I've been leaving my phone like away from my body like constantly and I only check it like once in a while and I decide and I don't even open all of my notifications at the same time when I open my phone if I open my phone I like decide what I'm going to do when I'm open mm-hmm. my phone I don't get lost in my phone and get like mm-hmm. sucked in um choosing a time of day to participate online or with entertainment don't feel like you have if you feel like you must and like detox completely and not entertain yourself at all that's one thing but i myself personally like to participate online i love facebook groups i like watching videos on tiktok i like like participating on instagram and so those sort of things because i enjoy doing them i choose when in my day or during my week when i'm gonna go on those specific accounts or when i'm gonna post or i have literally specific days that i check certain accounts and i stick to it and it's a habit and i can still enjoy and participate online but i'm not being consumed by it and having to constantly check it yeah um And then lastly, um, Marcella had a really good tip is to swap out your phone for an actual alarm clock in your bedroom. And even another thing to consider is like 
what do you rely on your phone for? And can you outsource it for other things? Like Mm -hmm. instead of using my timer on my phone, I just use my um, echo device. And so I'm, it's just another reason to not have to pick up my phone. I can still have something is electronically helping me, but Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at it and I don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about it or touch it. And I'm not engaging with it um, like directly. Um, And so, yeah, like having the, a specific, clock in your room like old school clock (laughs) in your room Mm -hmm. um i like to have a clock in every room just so that i can like move my head and see it and not have to like open my entire phone and get sucked in again um but yeah thinking about ways like having a actual calendar like a physical calendar that you can write on instead of having to look at your phone the things that we use our phone for for convenience can we consider using the real tangible version of it so that we're not constantly getting sucked in. Um, And I think these things can really help us to detox from this overstimulation and help us to use our brains for what God made it, made them to do, which is creativity, to think about the things of God, to glorify God, to um, think about things that are enriching and helpful for us and for our family And Mm. it's not easy. And I'm so, so far from mastering this. Like this, I'm, I feel like I'm still a baby with this stuff and I'm still trying to figure out what works for me, what doesn't work for me. But overall is the desire, like, do we have a desire for the better thing to not be consumed by the things of this world, but to Mm. be consumed by God and the things that he created and the things that are good and we should strive for that better thing. Do you have any other thoughts about how we can personally um unstimulate ourselves? <laughs> um I think one thing that kind of takes the convenience out of that I've heard from other people I have not tried this myself but I've been tempted to um it takes the convenience out of social media, especially I feel like in our current generation, that's probably where we struggle the most is with the social media aspect of mm-hmm. our devices um, is taking those apps off of your phone, but you have set times in the day where you can go on your computer mm-hmm. and access that stuff through your computer instead. Obviously it's, it's not nearly as convenient as <laughs> you have this little device that you could have in your back pocket that you can check simply at any moment as opposed to having either a huge desktop yeah. or, <laughs> you know, like a huge laptop that you have to take everywhere so that you could check this and check that and all this stuff. Our phones are designed to be made to for convenience, to use very quickly, to open quickly. Um, and computers are just like not... Like actual computers are not actually designed quite the same way. Um, some of them are kind of similarly. Like I have a tablet that's kind of formatted the same way as like a smartphone, but I can't yeah. like stick my tablet in the back of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not going to lug this big old device around the house with me. Right. Um, so some people do, they only have those apps on their computer. They keep it in a kind of central location. They don't usually have it like in their bedroom because they find they just kind of like sit in bed for hours and hours and just mm. like, you know, are on there for forever. 
as opposed to you make it more of an official thing, like you said, in my schedule on this day, I'm going to check this, this, this. Yeah. For these reasons, as opposed to like the doom scrolling situation that I think <laughs> a lot of us may find ourselves in. Um, so that's that was like one other thing that I was thinking about when you were talking about adults. That was about it though. No, I love it. I think this is something that we can all consider and we can strive to do better in our lives. And even like considering how our generation was kind of like the experiment <laughs> generation yes. you know yeah. like our poor parents had no idea <laughs> what, what, what they were getting ourselves into. Yeah, yeah like they grew up with dial up and you know <laughs> it's just a completely different like animal that we're dealing with and we have to instead of saying that it's all bad we can't use it as tools like we need to master it instead of it becoming our master so that we can do the better things and we can choose the better things and so that we can use our brains to its full capacity because right now yeah. i feel like we are becoming dumber and we're not mm -hmm. critical thinking and we're so depressed and so anxious because we're never alone with our thoughts. We're never bored. We're never challenging ourselves intellectually mm -hmm. um, in that way. So anyway, that is basically the gist. Let us know what you guys think in the comments and on our Patreon and on our Facebook, what you guys think of this topic. Have you guys been considering being bored? And what do you do to help you stay away from overconsumption and overstimulation so that you can use your brain more effectively and so that we can protect our children from those same things? Yeah. Wait, I have, I actually have one more thing. Yeah. Sorry, I'll make this super quick. This is already really long. I feel like all of our, all of our mini-sodes are becoming... Mega-sodes? Not... <laughs> um, another thing that I've heard is if you just... You like your evenings to kind of be spent with something... You know, you had a super busy day and you're like, you know, I just kind of like want to relax and like watch something or whatever. Even... Like, somebody posted something, I just saw it recently, and it was like, how did we go from, we're able to sit down and pay attention to a movie, a two-hour movie, and then we we went to TV shows, which are like, you know, some of them are 45 minutes to an hour long, mm -hmm. and then we went to, like, YouTube videos, which can be 10 minutes or whatever, and then we went to, now, like, TikTok videos, which are, like, Sometimes they're like 15 second videos and then we're like, nope, it's too long. They're not getting to the point fast enough. So even, even just like swapping, like I said, those short form video things for even being able to have an attention span for a longer movie <laughs> yeah. is probably going to be a better option than like yes. having these like super short videos and you're just like constantly going to the next thing because your, your brain is just like bored within 10 seconds. That's so, so funny even, because even I things told, like that. I told Ryan recently we need to challenge ourselves and watch a movie with <laughs> Isn't that sad? And like, also how many how how often have you been able to sit and watch a movie in your home and at no point get on your mm, phone to have a second device going? It's literally so hard. Or watching dude. a TV show so and hard. not doing that. So it's like think about even those things like even if you're just like, I just genuinely just want to sit and just like, 
bed for an evening. Yeah. Do the movie. <laughs> yeah. And avoid doing like a, again the doom scrolling situation, getting sucked into all this short form stuff that you can just like your brain can tap out from in literally three seconds or even less than that. Yes. Um, even that is a better option. <laughs> I agree, dude. It's sad, but it's this is our reality now. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Please let us know what you think. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.